1: Welcome to BudPod 20! 20,
0: 20 two, 0 the deck the the deck, the, deck-a-pod. the, the, du, the, duo, du, the decapod. The duo the duo the duo decapod. The duo decapod. Which is a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Statistically <it's>... by now. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, two number tens with legs.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> and
0: numbers look like weapons. Yes, numbers as we look know. like weapons. <laughs> How you doing, Phil? I'm okay. I'm good. Uh, I got back from uh, Bristol today. Oh, yes. I was in Bristol over the weekend to do the Bristol Comedy Gardens. Was that good? It was great. Really, really great gig. And then I did a preview of my uh, Edinburgh show at the Wardrobe Theatre last night, also in Bristol. Thank you to all who came.
1: The Wardy Robe? The Wardrobe, That's a nice yeah. one, isn't it? It's a beautiful room. Uh, and for those of you who want to buy tickets to Phil's Edinburgh show, too bad, cunts! It's sold out.
0: Fuck off. <laughs> you fuck off. Don't even you dare try to... Yeah, tickets have uh, incredibly, incredibly sold out for my entire fringe run. This has not happened to me before, so thank you if you book tickets. Uh, there may be some more tickets becoming available at some point in the future. I couldn't possibly say at this venture, but just keep your eyes peeled on my various social media outlets, mainly Twitter.
1: Yeah, keep your eyes peeled for extra fill tickets. Uh, and if you are a Bud Pod fan, there are, needless to say, as far as I'm aware, a, a trillion tickets available for my show. Mm-hmm. So do come see
0: me as well. For oh, the yeah. love of God.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: or Phil might go mad with power. I might go mad with power um, and take over the podcast. Um, but, of course, it's Pierre who makes m- the podcast work, and I don't know how to make it work, so the podcast will end. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't want that to happen... yeah.
1: It'll it'll be like that thing where the barbarians took over Rome, and then uh, it'll yeah. just fell to bits because they were like, "Wow, all this fruit and silver and meat and like palaces, these are great." And it's like, "Well, the, you know, you need to really maintain." A, uh, never mind. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, we're called barbarians, right? You, do do I do I look as I stand in front of you with a bear for clothes, a skin of a bear for clothes? <laughs> A big hat with horns and a giant axe and like evil like biker boots. Do I look like a man who's willing to try and institute a Western Europe and North Africa wide progressive taxation system (laughs) to be slowly maintained and expanded over hundreds of years? Because I'm not gonna. (laughs) I'm going to chop everyone's heads off for looking at me wrong and have a thousand wives (laughs) here in the ruins of whatever temple this was for before. They must have shat themselves when they saw... This is, this is boring and nerdy, perhaps, but that like in, in my studies, there was an Anglo-Saxon poem where an Anglo-Saxon guy was walking around Bath.
0: The city of Bath in West mm. Country. Mm. Uh-huh.
1: And looking at all the Roman ruins, and because they didn't know what concrete was, yeah, these buildings were just like beyond his comprehension at the time. And he thought that giants built them before the flood of Noah's Ark. Right. That was his theory. It's always giants with these people. They love it to blame things on giants. Leave the giants alone. There's a member of the giant community. (laughs) I'm three inches short of being a giant. Six foot
0: eight, is it? I thought it was six, seven. Maybe it is, might be six, seven. But
1: if I was a little taller...
0: If I was a little bit taller, I would be a giant. It doesn't really scan as well. And I'd be medically entitled to assistance. <laughs> <laughs> what assistance would you need if you're very tall?
1: I remember at university, if, if you qualified as a giant, if you were six foot seven or above, you got a special bed. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, but Even without my special bed, my feet still hung over the edge.
0: Like, yeah. Like, you're like so I was,
1: I'd broken into a gnome's house.
0: You're, you're sort in the worst of all worlds. We have the inconveniences of being a giant, but you don't quite qualify for the sweet, sweet perks. The sweet, sweet G-perks. Your own beanstalk. (laughs) Goose that lays a golden egg. Yes. The basic giant
1: pension package. (laughs) Exactly. I can't get fee, fi, or (laughs) fum.
0: I'd sell it for fee at
1: this point. (laughs) Hell, I'll take (laughs) fum. But yes, um, yes. Do buy tickets for my Edinburgh show. It's on at seven fifteen in the Pleasance Courtyard. I, I I assume at this point my whole run has sold minus ten tickets. Like they've added ten chairs to punish me <laughs> <laughs> for not selling any tickets. Um, but who knows? Maybe they'll. Be, maybe every night will be rammed with with pod buds.
0: And yes. It will just be an evening of needless catchphrasery. That would be ideal. Yeah. Um, did I I got I got a sneaky catchphrase recently. Yeah, I that, tweeted it. Yes. I was just sat in a pub and an incident um, took a, place a man with long hair quietly walked over and handed me a piece of paper and walked away to the bar. Yeah. And um I mean I, I was terrified, I didn't know what Yeah, that that is something out of a well something
1: out of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. I think it's more <laughs> Find the the Emerald
0: I thought it was more something out of fucking House of Cards. I was like, oh, fuck, what have they found out? What do they know? <laughs> so if anything, to keep jacking it, it was actually a welcome relief.
1: <laughs> they know I've stopped jacking it. Oh, no. Yeah, you thought you'd open it and they'd go, we, we know you have the antidote or something. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be the scariest appearance for someone doing that? To have. Yeah, so you're in the corner of a bar and uh, in a table or whatever, and someone comes and leaves a note and walks away. Their look. I'm going to say... Okay. um, Because it's different if it's... Well, maybe it's not so different if it's a man or a woman. But if it's a woman, the scariest would be either Bag Lady... Okay. Or, like, have you come from the opera? Or very very um evening gown. Yeah, so either one of those extremes. Yeah, and like the bag lady comes and drops the note and like runs back outside and she disappears into the urban chaos. hmm <gasps> What? No. Or and the evening gown lady comes in and drops the note and goes into like a limo, a big anonymous limo, drives away. Both of those absolutely terrifying.
0: What if it was a crazy bag lady who handed you the note and then got into a huge limo? <laughs> I've just peed my pants. That's <laughs> I've never been more afraid in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just piss all over the pub.
1: Did you see? Did you see? <laughs> that would be terrifying. Whereas a lady comes in just in a fleece and jeans, drops it off, and then cycles away. I, no, yeah, it's, 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 it's there's a raffle.
0: There's a raffle. She's letting you know where her weekend um, fruit stand is. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. She can't. She's the, the hand drawn flyers to be quirky. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's cupcakes involved. Yeah. yeah there's a yeah. sale on cupcakes. Yeah. Um, I think for me the scariest uh, appearance would be. Me, but older. Ooh. Yeah, that's Like, good. just for a second ago, was that me? But like, it's yeah. me, but like, greying and wrinkly, wrinkly, all wrinkled up. Mm. That one, i will be scared to... I was handed a strange note in Australia. Were you? I was outside taking a call, and, um, a young lady, about mid to late 20s-ish, started, she's holding this, like, broom. A broom? Like, broom. Yeah. Um... And I thought she was like sweeping outside. I thought she worked for the cafe. Yeah. Uh, and then she just kept like catching my eye. And I saw sort of see her eye and sort of trying and continue my phone conversation. And then while I was on the phone, she walked over uh, and handed me a note. Yeah. And um, and I, I said, all oh, right, with my eyes, okay, thank you. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I finished the call and I opened the note and it said, I am the blue witch. You have, You have caught my eye. I would like to talk to you. Um, if you have a moment, please come over to where I'm sat in the cafe. And then there's a drawing of her riding the plastic broomstick. Oh my god. And... What? <laughs> yeah. I am the blue witch. It was either blue witch or white witch or some some witch. Something witch. Like w- electric witch or something. Electric witch? Something like this. That's modern. Yeah. I'm the gas witch. And the gas switch. The gas switch. And the light switch. <laughs> <laughs> uh and um and so intrigued I, I walked over. Quite right, yeah. And she um This is very she, side questy too. It was extremely side questy. I thought I was about to be given something <clears throat> to do for some jewels. And and uh I went over and I said, So hi and she said, Oh, thank you for coming to say hi. Uh she was Russian. Sure. This is all lining up. <laughs> Baba and, Yaga and I said because I was there for the Melbourne Comedy Festival I said oh is, is this like a character is this an act and she went act <laughs> Oh no! and I said yeah are you doing a show or is this like a street performance thing and she said and she just went I'm the blue witch oh wow I'm a witch okay well, old young young, young about yeah. our age yeah yeah and she said and I was like really interested to get I'm a witch uh, and then she said she'd seen a couple of my YouTube videos and could we have a selfie <laughs> 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 that is so shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's a modern witch. That's a modern. She's a modern a mod- witch. She's an electric witch. She's 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 a member of the occult, not Amish. <laughs> you're big in
1: the witch community. <laughs> yeah. The witch demographics you're nailing.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I'm proud. I'm proud to be part of that uh, demographic. Gotta start selling Phil Wang branded
1: Wiccan. Uh, twig sculptures or whatever the fuck. Yeah, or black cats.
0: Oh, dude, I didn't tell you. Um, At <laughs> at, um, at, Glastonbury. <clears throat> so there are some real hippies at Glastonbury. They're the real deal, yeah. Yeah, and they, they've they been there since the beginning, really. And they have marked off their own sort of teepee village.
1: Well, apparently, if you're there from early enough, you get given, like, lifetime entrance.
0: Yeah, pretty much. To
1: preserve the native character of the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. So they have like prime real estate, mm. really. They have these big old teepees. Um, and I went with my uh, friend who is a little more uh, a little more engaged with that kind of thing than I am. Uh-huh. And we walked <clears throat> past a teepee that had next to it a big painted picture of an old Chinese lady. And she was like wearing like a Chinese um, shirt with all the gilded patterns and she was doing like a praying hands thing and smiling and there's like a hand-painted sign outside this teepee and it said under her "Chung fu! And I walked past my friend and I said um, well, I bet there is absolutely no one Chinese in there whatsoever. Oh yes! And my friend said you don't know that! And I was like we haven't seen a single Chinese person at this festival.
1: (laughs) What are the odds that there's one in here?
0: In here, in part of the the original Glastonbury <laughs> hippies, the druids. And she's, and she's like, you, you don't know. There could be there could be a Chinese person. That you don't know. We should have a look. And I said, there's no point us having a look. I know there's no one Chinese in there. And she said, I bet there is. And then I said, okay, I bet there is. I bet there is not a single Chinese person in there. And she said, fine, I bet there is a Chinese person there. And if I win, you have to engage in whatever thing they have going on. Uh-huh. And then if you're right, I have to engage in whatever thing they have going on. Uh-huh and I was like fine so we walk in we peer inside the teepee hole and I've never won a bet so hard in my life there was <laughs> <Yes. laughs> one chubby ginger guy
1: and his name was Chung Fu
0: <laughs> and his sister was lying down covered in rocks and <laughs> and he um covered in rocks covered in <clears throat> healing stones oh. and we were like are you Chung Fu <laughs> to this ginger guy And he said, no, no, um, my my mother channels the spirit. Um, So if you come in tomorrow at at 10.30 a.m., my mother will be here and she she channels an ancient spirit. And uh, the ancient spirit is called Cheng Fu. Right. And we were like, so is is Cheng Fu Chinese? And he said, no. Like like it was a weird question to even ask. Really? But this picture, we'll tell that Cheng Fu is a man, not a woman. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So this whole thing is... and I'm looking at this picture of, like, I've never seen a more Chinese person in a picture. Yeah. And he was like, no, Chung um, Fu has taken on many forms. Right. Uh, the last form uh, was a Chinese person. And um, his nickname uh, for a while was uh, Old Chinese. <laughs> Old Chinese. <laughs> that was this, this, this beings, this spirit's nickname for a while was Old Chinese. His nickname? What were the other spirits down at the spirit club? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <clears throat> it's basically this guy's like he's Prince, right? He just he changes his name from time to time. Sure, uh, but he's
1: really stuck with a the Chinese
0: theme. More Bao bow, He's Bowie. He, this the spirit's a Bowie. He he has these yeah. monikers that changes from. But there's a time.
1: strong theme. He's gone. You know what? Of all the millions of human forms I've taken and spirit forms, for some reason the Chinese are my favorite.
0: For one point, so he was he was like the the uh, advisor to the last Chinese emperor for a while.
1: Right, which one spirit. did they say was the last one? I can't the, the, even remember. the illegal Japanese Manchurian one that was imposed, because that would be quite controversial. <laughs> and then, ah, 1946, he got deposed and whatever I, the hell it was. I can't even remember. Okay, but either way, I think was, he said
0: dowager at one point. And sure, he
1: said through the word dowager in there. Why not? <laughs> Blind them with science.
0: And then he's brought out his bag of crystals. <laughs> And started showing us these crystals. It's like I don't make very much from these. Uh, this isn't this one beautiful. This one cost me like seventy pounds. It's like the ugliest amalgamation of crystals I've ever seen, yeah. co- held together by some horrible black resin. And they gave me some, Ugh. gave me some stones to hold. And I was like, "Can you feel the magnetic force between these stones?" And I'm already thinking, "No, because they're stones. They are not metal. They need a lot of metal in them for there to be any magnetic force." And, and I and I hold them in my hands, and, and they're like. My friend is trying to get into this as well. She's like, don't you feel the f- they're, they're repelling each other? And I just was like, I can feel a bunch of stones in my hand. Yeah. Crystals, crystals, crystals. That's right. It's me, Fu, But you might know me as Old Chinese. Well, those days of helping the Dowager Chinese emperor are way behind me now, but what I did keep are all my beautiful crystals. A fucking fuck ton of b- crystals. Every crystal you could want. I got purple crystals. I got clear crystals. I got heavy ones. And boy, do I have them expensive. Buy. Buy your crystals. Help your soul. Help your heart. Help your love life. Do they work? Do they? Do they? Do they work? Do they? Maybe. Chung Fu, come to Chung Fu's Crystal Warehouse. Just come off the junction, at at off the A 532,000, and find your way through a a bristly uh, hedgerow, and uh, answer three questions at the gate to uh, the old Minotaur. He won't answer; he's dead. Then come through the gate. And I'm the third crystal warehouse on the right. There are two others, but they're shit. Don't go to those crystal warehouses. Come to mine, Chung Fu's Crystals, where crystals go to be bought. Buy my crystals. The best crystals in the uh, southern English area. I don't know where this place is. I, I was put in a dark van and I woke up here. They won't tell me where I am, So sorry about the vague directions, but they won't let me go until you've bought enough crystals from me, Chung Fu. Crystals! And then at one point he's talking about how how he buys all this. He was so, like, self-satisfied. He bought all these crystals from uh, Malawi. Right. And he said, in his own words, an African man gets on a rope... And picks these stones out of a cave. An African man. An in African Malawi. man? And he buys them direct from an African man, who I presume he's never learned the name of. And then he and then he, Did went, he say
1: he goes out to Malawi to do this?
0: No, no, he, he imports these stones straight from Malawi, right, where so an African man... As
1: far as he's aware, yeah, an
0: African man... An African man rappels down a rope <laughs> into a cave. Mission Impossible. And chips away at <laughs> little bits of amethyst. Yeah, okay. And and then he said which made me want to leave straight away um yeah um his his kids go to school because i buy these basically wow and i i wanted to wow i wanted to head i wanted to kick him in the chungfoo <laughs> I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe he'd said that
1: That's incredible
0: His kids go to school because I buy these
1: Wow I'm sure someone's kids go to school Because he buys those <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's an African man's <laughs> <laughs> So another way He goes and, and and the the rocks are handed over By a semi-legal militia And
0: the head of the militia's children Go to school because <laughs> <is> of <for> me <laughs> Fucking hell. I could not... I was just furious. Um, and I, when I get that angry, I, I, do, I don't really speak. So I just sat there like... And he's just like, "You, you. this is not really your, your kind of thing. I was like, no, it's not really my kind of thing.
1: <laughs> Patronizing,
0: like, racially Patronizing charged.
1: garbage. Who painted the incredibly Chinese woman painting? That's all I want to know. I have I'm no idea.
0: I have no idea. But I, I think... I, then I thought, isn't it revealing that the people who claim to have found enlightenment are living lives you would never want, yeah. sitting in a teepee with your top off,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> with a- patronizing Africans. Yes. That, I, um, I what enlightenment has, has brought you to this point? That's Nirvana. And why, and why should I want this? That's Nirvana, Phil.
1: <laughs> that guy
0: doesn't have to ever be
1: reincarnated again. This, the true meaning of this plane of existence is, uh,
0: ah, shirtlessness, yes, in a shirtlessness TV. Shirtlessness, and buying fake crystals be re- from an African from man. an African man.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be really funny if it turned out that Nirvana was just scamming people? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, secretly he'd admit it, like, I love scams, baby! I've got so many scams!
0: <laughs> Chung Fu is my mum's scam, and I'm scamming too, because she taught me. I think it'd be really interesting if it turned out enlightenment was that you should just scam whoever you can. Yeah, before and that, you die, get they, rich or die trying. Imagine if that wasn't the get if, rich or die trying. That 50, was, Buddha, that, was that was yeah. That was Buddha's message the whole time. It's like why aren't people gaining this? Get rich or die trying. No, don't get rid of your material <laughs> possessions. Get ah, oh.
1: damn it! They've donated things again. What was what's the title for when someone it becomes a Buddha? Isn't there like a way of referring to them? It's like, like
0: the process of
1: but it's like once they've done it you call them like oh it's like when someone's a knight they're sir so and so oh know? I don't know I don't know with that but with 50 cents name figure yeah. it out yourselves listeners
0: yeah
1: um, that's astonishing that's amazing maybe this would be quite a funny sitcom if that ginger guy was just like my mum was a racist scam artist and I hate this <laughs> but I really love having that prime real estate yeah and I can only go to Glastonbury for free and have an amazing <laughs> location every year if I go along with this load of fucking shit. And the shame on his face as he puts up the Chinese lady poster. And like the guy who started Glastonbury is really old. He's like, Prom- promise me, promise me you'll keep doing Chung Fu. I always love Chung Fu. I, sure, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. It's written into the contract. You've always got to do Chung Fu. Fucking
0: hell. Or else and he points to someone with like even more crystals in a basket. Yeah. Just eyeing up the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and theirs are actually like
1: glowing and stuff, like yeah. somehow real.
0: Which African man did you buy those from?
1: <laughs> How hey. African was he? <laughs> You've never seen a man this African. <laughs> he wouldn't stop jumping the whole time I was talking to him. <laughs> jumping, dancing, singing, clicking, big smile. Oh yeah, just robes, no technology, no mobile phone for some reason.
0: Oh yeah, these are the real deal. These guys are the real deal. Let's just say his kids are going to school because of me. (laughs)
1: Let's just say his kids could afford to go to three schools if they wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, not to bust or anything. That's amazing.
0: Extraordinary, right? That's
1: worth going to Glastonbury just to try and find that guy now. Oof. (laughs) An African man.
0: Look, I don't want to I don't want to start a pile on. Yeah. Okay, so leave leave, his, leave, leave this guy alone. His life is his punishment. <laughs> is that too is that too harsh? No. Is that too nasty no. a thing to say? No, because I think that instead of
1: um getting angry with people in public. Yeah. Do you use that as a way of diffusing your own temper?
0: Yeah, it's how I feel about like uh, steampunks. Yeah. <laughs> as i was like, yeah, uh, well, they have to be steampunks. Oh my god. How Have you been what have you been up to?
1: Um, I went back uh, to the Isle of Man. The island.
0: The island. I returned to the island.
1: The island is calling. Um, I'll put some photos on my Instagram. Uh, I went. We, uh, I went back there with my special lady friend.
0: Has she been to the Isle yet? No. Oh.
1: This was her first visit to the Isle. I've still not been to the Isle. You should come to the Isle. I aisle. should come to
0: the Isle. Let, let me know next time you go. To the, see the
1: steam train. We went on the summer time steam train.
0: I got that summertime, summertime steam train. summertime, choo-choo, yeah, team. You don't know that song?
1: Yeah, I do now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, And it was all very idyllic and, and sort of vaguely quaint. Mm. Uh, as it is in summer. In winter, it's very like... Three men that was lost at that stormy night at sea.
0: Like it's all misty. and. I imagine every night of winter on the Isle of Man is kind of night... Uh, where an old lady knocks on your door mm. and if you don't let her in, it turns out she's a witch yeah, and she yeah. curses you. And she wants a selfie. It turns out <laughs> I was the blue witch! <laughs> blue from cold mm. that you subjected me to. Yeah. Now nah, you'll never have a selfie ever again because I've taken your thumbs! <laughs> yeah.
1: There'll be no selfies. <laughs> um, yes, very much so. Very much uh, foggy, rainy, howling gales. Mm. The only the only appropriate source of light feels like a, a lantern swinging from a handle yes with a bit of guttering candle in it
0: yes yeah. real uh, uh, headless horseman feels
1: yes
0: headless horseman vibes yeah
1: I, I I wish there was a word that encompassed that that, that vibe. Like it must be a maybe there's a word for like sort of gothic. gothic yeah but gothic but that kind of thing where it makes you like like when it's winter and it's really cold and you watch something like the headless horseman on TV. Con- country
0: gothic? no country
1: gothic folk folk
0: horror folk, horror's folk horror is good folk horror sure we've but, done it guys it, but, was, folk it. Everyone, it was folk horror everyone everyone put down your pens go to bed it was everyone. folk horror um,
1: <clears throat> but that but it makes you feel cozy yes it does you should sort of go oh, a fireplace and a and a welcome, a mug of ale for our new friend, you know yeah, that whole kind us. of thing. And you go,
0: oh, I want a big cloak and stuff, and a and a dog, a big black dog by a roaring fire. That's the most comforting sound to me is uh, a blizzard being closed out by a door. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, my that's and, my favourite sound
1: in the world. And then and then the big uh, uh, wooden plank going down.
0: Yes. Oh. The, the the slightly uh, the the. Uh, Sainsbury's Basics version of that which is still great is yeah. it's raining outside yeah, and you're inside and you don't have to leave the house yes, 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 yes. that is sweet I live for that <laughs> yes. I live for that
1: you don't have to leave the house and there's something really diverting
0: book, movie, whatever yes Ooh, Ooh. video game or just some shit is, mm-hmm. is this that shit uh, that's
1: the, um, but not so
0: heavy they won't deliver food to you yes that's an yeah, important yeah, yeah. caveat yes,
1: that's very good yeah. Is this that um what's it called uh, the Danish thing?
0: Ah, they have like a special H- hygge. I don't H- know if hygge requires hygge. that it's horrible outside.
1: No, and also apparently the the concept of hygge is, is has been sort of bent into almost unrecognizability by people's attempts to use it to sell I don't know, big mugs that you hold with both hands. (laughs) Yes. Sports Direct. (laughs) Lovely (laughs) Champions of Hugger since. Lovely cozy sports direct. (laughs) Put on your put on your kappa (laughs) your kappa shell suit and have a big mug of (laughs) cocoa. Sports Direct sponsors autumn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Oh, what a surprise to see even the most foolhardy traveller abroad in a night like this. Come, come, sit. Sit by the fire. (laughs) Pay Faustus no mind. He's an old dog by now, but in his youth, (laughs) my, my... Quite the carrier and fetcher, yes, yes, yes. Allow me to pour you a tankard of mulled wine, traveller, and regale me with the tale of how you came to be about in nature. It's such a oh, there's another, another person at the one moment. Oh, oh, come in. Ah, let me shut the door behind you. Take a seat by the roaring fire over there. Ah, what a. What a night to be abroad in for, for two, even two. Do you know each other? Is that was you slightly behind him? Or the, no? Well, what a coincidence. Please, sit by the... Don't mind him. He's... The dog is old. Um, anyway. I, you must... Both of you must tell me how you came to be here on a night like this while I pour you a glass of uh, warming... Oh, well, um... <clears throat> Busy, busy is this tavern of mine tonight, quite a turn-up for the books, financially speaking, I suppose. Uh let me just... Oh, hello, welcome to the... It's very cold outside, so I wasn't expecting... Yes, no, come in, please. Do, yes, I'll just shut... Oh, don't worry, I'll shut the door. Thing to heat the world. <laughs> Fun. logs. Anyway, um, there's... Well, now there's no more space by the fire and the dog, so I guess you'll sit... Well, there's a whole tavern to sit by on the table. Yeah, no, no, we stopped serving food at uh, 10, so. Uh, No, I'm sorry, no, I don't. Really, you think, okay, well, if you want to go and see a different tavern, I mean, the next one is 15 miles away in the, through the black wood, but no, no, I'm not, I'm not. Please don't leave a bad review on TripAdvisor. I'm just saying, it's fine. No, I'll open the door again. People. Am I right? It's not atmospheric if there's too many. It's an experience I'm trying to sell here. There used to be a lot more, um, uh, your friend and mine, Ali, is yes. now the king of poems.
0: <clears throat> He's a
1: poet now, yes. Ali Lewis is a published uh, poet and a very uh, talented and handsome man. Handsome guy. Yeah, anyway, so were he... well, I was discussing with him the other day, uh, just after we all saw him, actually. You were there too briefly.
0: Yes, but we the, ate at a diner. Uh, yeah, we went to the diner, and George Galloway came in. George Galloway came into the diner George, in Camden.
1: Ga- George Galloway.
0: Yes. And
1: he was wearing a
0: hat. A stupid
1: fucking hat. His little what a fucking idiot. His little ooh, the CIA probably have a file on me.
0: Hat. Yeah, yeah.
1: His the hat he wasn't wearing when he deep throated Saddam
0: Hussein over and over. I again. wouldn't be surprised if you if you lifted that hat, it was um, the inside was covered in tin foil. <laughs> That's what the tinfoil companies want you to buy.
1: <laughs> the inside of his thing would just be covered in uh, grease proof paper <laughs> like for baking. <laughs> Tinfoil's a, a misdirection, Phil. It's, it's a see, false flag. It's a false flag tinfoil operation. Uh, yes, he he came into the diner, he wiped uh, Saddam Hussein's semen from his mouth <laughs> uh, and he sat at a big table full of he had a, and he had a booking.
0: He had a reservation yeah, at a diner, which is up- the most disturbing thing about him. <laughs> whom, who 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 books the diner? Yeah, he came in and went, October for Galloway."
1: It's like, yeah, we know who you are, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, that's yeah. the kind of incredible lives we lead, everyone. Me and Phil and a um, another comedian called Johnny and a poet called Ali having burgers near George Galloway. It's in one of those London o- town.
0: It's one of those occasions that um, feed the unhealthy suspicion that we all have that our life is the main story
1: yes of the world we're in the main we're 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 in the matrix and we're we're like we're one of the possibly 12 real awake people and you go
0: oh of course George Galloway
1: walked into the diner I'm the main character of life (laughs) (laughs) yeah I didn't talk to him or do anything yeah but I saw him with my eyes and for me that's enough yeah um well, anyway, at some point during that day...
0: Oh, but I'd love to, if any listeners want to send in their um, own uh, political or otherwise famous people encounters that have made you feel like at the centre of uh, life story, do let us know. You and I uh, were sat near Nigel Farage Yes, once. yes. He was I'd, taking a phone call. King's Cross. Yeah.
1: We were having a sweet
0: cup of joe. This was pre-Brexit. Uh, pre-
1: pre-refer- pre-referendum. So
0: we could have stopped it.
1: God, we could have pushed him into the road. Yeah. He was walking around. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. We could have allegedly pushed him over. <laughs> um, he-, <laughs> he was walking around. We were sat somewhere in King's Cross near the station, outside. Yeah. And he was walking around taking a phone call, and we both commented that he looked like 15 years younger in person.
0: Yes. And sort of less silly, really. Because he, like a- he wasn't on. No, he wasn't. He was He was
1: quite a serious-looking... Frowny old dude in a quite a rich guy suit, taking
0: what appeared to be a very serious phone call. So it wasn't like fun. And I remember thinking he was so benign. Yeah. Like I, I wasn't like, oh, it's Nigel Farage. It's Nigel Farage, that ridiculous troll. Yeah. How silly and sad. Yeah. Well, clearly not. Clearly not. Um, More fool me. He was on the phone to fate, (laughs) (laughs) taking the call. (laughs) Yeah, eerie. Hello, is that Destiny? It's Nigel. I will accept the charge. God. Da-da-da.
1: Weird little Da-da-da. frog man. Um, yeah. Nigel Farage is slightly younger than Brad Pitt.
0: Isn't that awful? Isn't that awful? What a life of hate will do to your face. <laughs> <laughs> also, very ironic that a man who hates France so much should look such like a frog. And have such a French name. And such a French name.
1: Maybe that's where. Where it is Farage
0: from? from? Is it like one of these old English-French names? Probably. Like, if
1: it, all 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 English names that are quite French are either Norman, in which case they're very fancy generally,
0: or yeah. um, Huguenot. I met someone <clears throat> with um, a surname Devereux. Ooh. From the, just from the north, though. She just, she's got no French yeah ancestry that she's really aware of. But well, there's she, there's these northern Devereux. She she's might be a Norman then. Maybe Devereux is a Norman thing. She did um, jab me with a spear. That's but a... that doesn't narrow it down. They're all the rage, <laughs> were not they? What, what, what... You'll know this. What armour or weaponry was specific to the Normans? The Normans, uh... She, she could either uniquely have deployed a kite-shaped shield... Okay. ...to guard
1: her leg. Like a diamond shape? Uh, sort of like a teardrop.
0: Oh, nice. Um, those are cool. I like to those To guard nice. your
1: leg on horseback. Uh-huh. Uh... So she could have uniquely deployed that, or uniquely deployed mass groups of archers firing simultaneously. That one, she did that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, sounds pretty Norman. Yeah, and castles, of course. Yeah, begin to Norm
0: Normcore, the original Normcore. The original Normcore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Chainmail, castles, teardrop-shaped shield. Mast- oh, very Normcore. Yeah, it was it was really a you know, massed archers Normcore bullshit. Yeah. Um. Now, like, there's all sorts of Norman names, like 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 de Montfort and Beaumont and all this kind of stuff. Ah, yes. <clears throat> any name that could be the name, the surname of a villain in a Victorian novel, is often Norman, so, mm. um, except Norman,
0: <laughs> which is um, the most benign name you could imagine.
1: No one's ever had a naughty Norman. Um, <laughs> so the thing, the thing I was talking about with Ali, the King of Poems, okay, that there's no longer any manly poem people. Right. Because there used to be a thing where it was like Hemingway. Mm. and Kerouac. Oh yeah, all these guys who were like, I I lift weights and smoke cigars and I've just hunted a great white. Time to write a poem about it. And everyone everyone was like, that's all consistent with itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas now you wouldn't get that so much.
0: No. Well, I don't imagine modern poetry attracts many alpha males. Not anymore, no. Maybe that's like they've lost their role models.
1: It's about representation, Phil. Yeah, lad. I mean, Bible
0: it, is not posting any uh <laughs> any lads, hot new stanzas. Any, any lad
1: sonnets? <laughs> <laughs> any 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 lad stanzas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to I went to the HQ of Vice the other day. Ooh! To do a sort of audition. An audition? Yeah, for something. Mm. Or some, are you allowed like to say? A, a screen test for something? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Okay. I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this. But the point is, I went into. It's it's very
0: corporate. Vice. Yeah. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah, it's
1: all glass and, and and security barriers and stuff. I wanted to turn up and it was just like that
0: Chung Fu tent. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Did they have I wanted a, rebel smoking, big bifters. Did the office have either um a big slide, bean bags, a football table, or an all you can eat um sweets dispenser?
1: I it had it had an unbelievable uh, in size, bike rack, thing. Okay. So every everyone who works there seems to be a bike, a bike, a bike person. Mm-hmm. It had a, a cashless, coffee shop. Okay. Right up at the entrance, like, so a, big, just like a hut, like in a big wooden hut. Okay. And I, I it had sort of pretty like, modern like uh, Fort Pod. Style meeting room. Sure, 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 But I didn't see enough into the guts of the building
0: to see if maybe they had some kind of, you know, Sherbert fire pole you could slide down. Well, usually that shit's, like, further towards the outside. They try and make that stuff visible. And then as you get deeper into the organization, the really boring shit yeah. happen, right? Yeah,
1: it's really weird that uh, people work so hard to just try and disguise the idea that there's that they're at work. Yeah. And you go, wow, there's an all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet that's 24-7, uh, and it's and there's wow there's a there's a room where they just play they, they just have Dwayne the Rock Johnson and you can just go in and talk to him. Whenever you
0: want. He's on retainer. <laughs> he's so, bored. Wow, he's exactly. bored in there? He, <laughs> he's on his phone. He's desperate for your company. You can excite
1: the Rock. <laughs> and and then at the end of the day you go yeah but you still have to write billions of lines of code don't you and they go oh yeah and you're like well <laughs> then it's still work isn't it you like I haven't tricked me. <laughs> you haven't made me go, "Wait a minute, I've
0: been learning this whole time." And yeah, my 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 sister um, <clears throat> used to work for a big uh, law firm. Oh yeah. And uh, they MegaCorp uh MegaLaw. Megalaw. And their um, their office building was f- completely full of every convenience you could imagine or yeah. want. On the surface, it's because they care about you. But it's it's really so that you never have to leave the office. Yeah. There was a, a train station. There's a train ticket vending machine in the building. Oh, my God. So you could buy your tickets there. There was a daycare center. There was a gift shop for your... Um, upset wife or husband oh or boyfriend God, or girlfriend because of the birthday you've just missed or whatever. Jesus. Last or whatever last minute present you need to buy. There's a, on laundromat everything you could possibly need just so you don't fucking leave the building. That
1: is horrifying. Also, it's like the amount of money all that costs. You go, just give everyone more money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, like, I'm th- sure they've costed it to find that oh it saves them money yeah. yeah
1: they wouldn't do it if it cost them more money mm-hmm. just then just paying everyone and going fuck off we pay you a lot it's like that tweet where someone's like the company's like we care about our employees mental health and the employee's like can we have a therapist to help you with that pizza party <laughs> 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 and you go like all oh, right a five dollar pizza times 20 is a lot cheaper <laughs> than having a
0: you know a, a dedicated p- professional, proper mental health uh, <laughs> facilities
1: and now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
0: Bring
1: letters, keep emails, 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 phone calls, tweets, your, your sister, and the best you. letters, correspondence. Time for some goddamn correspondence, everyone. Uh, no, please. No, no more updates from Natalie yet.
0: Natalie um, is, uh, if you heard last week, or if you didn't hear last week, Natalie um, did a job interview, and when asked to tell a story, told my uh, "I fucked a dog" story, yeah. and so um, she got on to the next round of interviews, and I am on the edge of my seat as to how that has progressed. So, Natalie, please uh, do update us. Yes, please. Get in touch. Uh,
1: so, uh, Poppy gets in touch.
0: Papamundo! Uh,
1: Hello, PNP, aka the Pod Butts. Pod Butts? Yeah, that works. Yeah, we have Butts. For now. Um, and then uh, f- she says, Firstly, I want to thank you for your brilliant podcast. Uh, and she says, a bunch of nice stuff.
0: And all of it is true. So no need
1: for us to suck our own dicks li- uh, live on it.
0: We'll read it out once we finish recording. And suck our own dicks while and we do that. We do but it. thank you
1: very much for those very kind words. Um, Hard to keep your
0: eye on the thing as well when you do um, doing that. Yes, it
1: is. Uh, she says lots of nice things, and then says, "I've now, fo- I've now forced most of my friends and family to sample your comedic wares." So that's good. That's good. Pro- most who's left proselytizing. Yes, that's what we want. Uh, to mixed reception, of course. But those friends have since been suitably rebuffed or told to fuck off. <laughs> yes, indeed. I was thinking about the stupid "Together We Joy" style advertising phrases uh-huh. after listening to one of your early episodes, and it reminded me of a phrase that I've noticed popping up more frequently: "Sit back, relax." And let us do the rest. Mm. In itself, it's a fairly pathetic, if innocuous, phrase. (laughs) But one that I have noticed increasingly being used when companies are doing literally the bare minimum required of their services. (laughs) In an attempt to fool customers into feeling looked after. That's a very good point. It's a good point, yeah, because it's... We'll we'll drive the train, don't you worry. And it's a lot. It promises (laughs) so
0: much less than sit back, relax, and enjoy. Yeah. Let us do the rest. (laughs) of murdering you, it could be.
1: Yes, let us do the rest of undercooking this fish. (laughs) Uh, For example, I was at a pub that served food, I'm reluctant to call it a restaurant, last weekend, uh, where this phrase was written in enormous letters above the bar, where you had to order your food and drink. I know this is fairly common practice now, instead of waiting staff coming to your table, but this place took the fucking biscuit. Following your inevitable marathon journey to the bar to order, and then returning to check your table number, you then had to go to the other side of the restaurant to pick up your cutlery... Uh, condiments, napkins, glasses, and your plates. (laughs) The place didn't even bring you the food on a plate. (laughs) The food was served in sort of takeaway boxes for you to decant yourself. What? And they had the audacity to urge me... To let them do the rest. <laughs> which presumably involved pressing start on a microwave then going back to ignoring the customers and wanking in pint glass. <laughs>
0: also, what Sit a waste back, of- relax, get up, go Cooks to... the food. <laughs> get some forks and knives, pick up your food, put your food onto the plate, and let us do the rest. <laughs> also, what a waste of cardboard for the oh, containers. Horrible. It'd be styrofoam as well. Oh. Complete, absolute poisonous garbage. Um, I saw it again in
1: an email from an airline recently where letting them do the rest essentially amounted to letting the pilot fly the plane to the correct destination as advertised on the ticket. Um, Although, of course, a tricky thing to do if you're a pilot whose car has been stolen by a man with Alzheimer's and you can't get to the airport. He is a pilot! How
0: is he supposed to do the rest now? (laughs)
1: Um, I thought about Uh, what it would take for this godforsaken phrase to actually be appropriate and I decided it would only be if the airline sent a car to my house to collect me having already packed my bags and checked me in carried me on a sedan through security and then deposited me on the plane while feeding me mini cheddars Uh, otherwise there are quite a lot of intermediate steps uh, between buying the plane ticket and me sitting back relaxing and letting them do the rest Um, at best it is irritating at worst it is a reminder that you shouldn't eat at shit pubs on industrial parks on the outskirts of Dundee yeah fair point
0: yeah, but we all we all have to do that once to learn, don't we? <laughs> I've yet, I'm yet to do my Dundee. Uh, <laughs> it's like getting the chicken pox. You're, you're, ideally, you get it when you're a kid.
1: Take your kids to Dundee when they're <laughs> three or four. Because if you, if you go to Dundee as an adult, it can yeah. be fatal in some cases. Parents
0: have actually started uh, having Dundee parties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, picture attached of how they served my sister's fajitas DIY cuisine. At its best, isn't that the most dismal thing? Whoa, you've ever that is seen? disgusting.
0: So, for the listener, it's four plain tortillas and just five little like, paper like, like this pots of dip. little paper pots that you put ketchup in at McDonald's. But where's the filling?
1: Good question. Is that the filling? I don't know. I think that maybe the filling Fucking comes in a hell. styrofoam. Grim, 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 grim. Uh, Frank gets in touch again. One of the two Franks, I believe, we have.
0: Yes, please
1: be yourself. Hi there, but High risk, no reward catchphrase. Okay, another one. Yes, please. As a fairly newly married man, I've had a number of people say to me, Happy wife. Happy life. <laughs> I have started Yuck. to retort with this. I, I've started to retort with this. Bum bum wife. Bum bum life.
0: <laughs> 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 but only on birthday. <laughs> uh,
1: which gets the response you can imagine from everyone involved. Okay, thank you, Koji. Bum bum, wife, bum bum life, <laughs> bum bum life Bum bum That's very funny
0: Bum bum life
1: uh, I'd love to see those faces I'd love to see people try and Style it out and go Oh yeah Well beneath the surface thinking What is he talking about uh, Dear darling bud pods of May uh, Lovely Very nice I'm a recent convert to the bud pod Welcome
0: brother Yes it's never too late
1: that's who we need. We need, like, the High Sparrow. Ah, yes.
0: Welcome. All are welcome in the
1: halls of Bud Pod.
0: Bring me your weary. Bring me your wretched. Bring me... Your bum-bums. Your bum-bums.
1: Uh, I'm a recent convert to the Bud Pod and I've only started jacking it in the last seven days. Okay. Uh, but have been doing some solo long bike rides and thus have completed every episode quite quickly. I am very much enjoy. joy. Great! Uh, however, I had a worrying thought today. Given the outstanding intellectual quality of the email correspondence with Slowpoo, there is a a high likelihood that he or she will be selected for the post-Brexit UK astronaut program soon. And so, how is plop drops going to work in space if there is no gravity to drop those plops?
0: That is a very, very good point, and a point that we will be putting to Slowpoo the next time we see him. Uh, He will probably, or she, will probably retort by saying... Humans aren't meant to be in space. Yep. And it's not a necessary part of our design. That's true. But then how do astronauts, the fittest people on Earth,
1: get away with it? Fittest and smartest. And smartest. Uh, So a question for Phil. When you did this module at Cambridge, how fast would the ISS have to spin for centrifugal or centripetal force to pull the plops out of a person?
0: Well, it would be centri... Oh, I guess it would depend which where your bum's facing. (laughs) Whether centripetal or centrifugal force. You
1: probably want the bum (laughs) facing inwards into a sort of hoover. Because outwards, the the poo could just fly.
0: You'd want, you would want centrifugal force to pull pull the poo out. So you need to be ideally like hanging onto a bar. Okay, to pull it out, yeah.
1: (laughs) In a sort of harness, and you'd spin, and plop would fly out of you. Dangerous game we play. God's sake! Thanks, George. Uh, Eleanor gets in touch. Uh, Not the prosecco vomit, Eleanor. She says a different one. Okay. Uh, dear PNP, I'm enjoying the bud pod, and like many listeners, keep finding little okay thank you moments to reflect on in my day-to-day life. Great. Now, if you're a new listener, okay thank you is when something awkward or strange happens and you just say okay
0: thank you. That's all you can think of doing. I I started doing it more. Today, I had to get up at 3am for work. Where'd you work? Hell?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds awful. Uh. Today, I had to get up at 3am for work, so by lunchtime I was and continue to be in a state of quiet, sleep-deprived confusion. Uh, while washing my hands at the sink in the women's bathroom, a girl entered holding a container. Oh! I watched her reflected What's in the, in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> I watched her, reflected in the mirror, go into a stall, leaving the door wide open, flush the toilet, and empty the last inch of a Tesco soup into the loo okay. while the water ran. A bum bum soup. A bum bum soup. I left the bathroom hastily after muttering an internal okay thank you to my reflection. I don't know why this has happened. Keep jacking it, Eleanor.
0: So, someone came in with one of those Tesco soup. Poured things? some soup in the toilet and left, and then Eleanor said quietly to herself, "Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, it, it creeps good. up on you. you. You don't know when it's going to get you." A soup flusher. Yeah.
1: Every office has one.
0: I mean, uh, we've got slow poo. Now we've got soup poo. Soup, soup flusher. Who soup, soup, soup poo? Soup poo. Soup poo. Can employees, be please stop flushing soup. <laughs> thank you. It's um, making the, the rats all feel very homely. Uh, it's relaxing the... Uh... The chicken soup
1: has only made the rats healthier. <laughs> uh, and different George gets in touch. A different... What different George? Do we have um, another George? There was... Yes, just before George was the... We're
0: replete with the Georges! <coughs> Georges and Franks. Hmm.
1: And Eleanor's. Um Hi PNP, my most authoritarian thought involves vapes. Oh yeah, here we go. Look, I'm all for people having a healthier chuff-chuff. Yeah. Which I guess in this case means lungs? Healthier chuff-chuff to me
0: means bum-bum. Chuff-chuff? Yeah. No. Up, up the chuff, or tight as a gnat's chuff. Maybe that's a... Goodness. An anus? I, I, I think of a, he means a healthier smoke. I hope so. Yeah. Well, he's been vaping up his bum-bum. Mm, might be why he's against it. Yeah, it's a
1: cotton candy-flavoured smoke flying out your ass. you <laughs> <laughs> would convince people that you were a fairy. Your farts would be delicious. Yeah, um, I'm and often people having a healthier chuff chuff, but I don't want it blown in my face. Uh, so in my authoritarian world, at the end of each day, all the people who've been a victim of secondhand vape smoke get to breathe on the vapor just before they're about to go to sleep.
0: <laughs> well, just off their breath. Just, ah. <laughs>
1: now here's the plot twist: the victims don't come into the bedroom to breathe on them, as there could be children involved. Okay. Instead, they ring the doorbell, and the act of revenge takes place as soon as they open the front door. Ha! Ah! <laughs> The vapor never knows how many people they have blown smoke on throughout the day, meaning they can never quite settle when they're in bed. <laughs> it's like an updated version of Chinese water torture. Bye for now, George.
0: That's but we funny. have a danger here of a, a vicious cycle, because mm. the more on edge they are, the more they're going to vape. That's true. Right? That's true.
1: And cues and could develop congestion. Yeah. A vapor who spends the day walking around... A crowded city could end up with a queue of hundreds of people waiting of, to go. Think about the hit to the economy. <gasps> Just in their face. Yeah. What a funny place to meet your wife.
0: <laughs> we were in the queue to breathe on this man. From or vaping on us. Or maybe the wife breathes on him. And he goes, this... oh. Well, that's something I haven't smelt ever.
1: I'm going to have to come and vape on you again. Like He comes and vapes on her repeatedly, so she has to keep coming there back to his house to <laughs> breathe on him. How romantic. Uh, what's his name? D gets in touch. D, the letter? Yeah. Wow. We finally got alphabet cred. Okay. Hey, P-squared. I'm fashionably late to the Bud Pod party, having only discovered your little treasure
0: trove last week. Great. Thanks, D. Tuck I, in. Yeah. Come tuck, on in, Alibaba. Tuck in. The cave is warm. <laughs> We've been farting in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real treasure.
1: I joined at Bud Pork, and I liked it so much I've been time-travelling my way back to episode one. I'm sure there's Phil's Doctor Who joke in there somewhere. Uh, hmm. He spells Who H-U.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the joke myself, but... Um... Oh well. Why not? Maybe, maybe. Why not?
1: Phil lured me into your universe through his breakfast at Hiddleston's Twitter sensation.
0: Oh great.
1: Phil's got a viral video.
0: Although Hiddleston was in my house, yeah. I didn't, he broke into my house. That's true. Uh, it reminded me of an amazing TV
1: advert I saw whilst travelling in China back in the year naught. Open brackets, 2000. <laughs> nice. That's good though. The I year naught is it. The, not as the year naught. That's good. <laughs> The advert was for some sort of medical cream, which the woman could rub on their breasts to make them visibly larger.
0: Oh, wow! In addition so to it just irritated your breasts and inflamed yeah, them, I guess. Mosquito <laughs> poison, I don't <laughs> know. On.
1: In addition to this feat, the animated diagram uh, and flowing arrows showed the cream's ingredients moving upwards towards the head. With the added effect of making the brain bigger. No! This is Chung Fu's doing. There yeah, it is! <laughs> Not reading Mandarin, I'm not sure what exactly was going on, but in between the squiggle, I'm certain the cream purported to contain real DNA. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. That's how you know it's good. Professor DNA. Yeah. Professor's (laughs) professors. Or just jizz. Yeah. Just creeps. Rub it on your boobs, it'll make your brains juicy. I'm a doctor. (laughs) I'm qualified. Authoritarian idea. Uh, Old people to be banned from excessively feeling and inspecting fruit and veg in the supermarkets. You touch it, you buy it. Yep. Libertarian idea. Voluntary payment system for all public transport based on distance travelled, cleanliness, how annoying the conductor is, whether a homeless person fucked a dog, (laughs) etc. Pretty good. Keep on jacking it. D. That's true. When you see someone really rubbing and sniffing
0: juicy melon. So they they have to pay more when they get off. Is that the idea? Eh?
1: No, no, no. The first thing is Authoritarian. All these old people going around l- practically licking the carrots to see if they want to buy them. Yeah. That's no that's no good. Yeah. Also, you know how, like, here in London town, Phil, we're blessed with lots of corner shops that have big displays of fruit and veg outside. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen and heard of, uh, quite a lot recently, just, like, dopey cunts standing there <laughs> going, Oh, those look like nice mangoes. And while they're doing that, their stupid little Jack Russell terrier is pissing all over the onions really i see. i had to stop a woman i walked past and i looked and this dog was like sniffing the onions and immediately i thought well that's already gross yeah your dog's sniffing the onions and the dog just let loose a big jet of piss oh all over the god and i had to stop and say to the woman excuse me and point, and she went oh and just didn't do anything and was just like you know when pathetic dog owners who can't control their animals just put their face on of Oh no! That's just nature, oh, I guess. I'm and... such. I'm in such a panic, but not enough to do anything. <laughs>
0: oh. Or even was they try and laugh it off, like.
1: <laughs> oh. My dog does piss on it. I like dogs, but don't let them piss on food. That seems too far, even for white people, Phil. <laughs> and yes, the lady was white.
0: Of course she was. <laughs>
1: Start the Twitter storm. More Twitter storms. <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm looking for an African man. Yeah, I'm an African man. How can I help you? No, sorry. I'm not looking for I'm looking for an African man. Yeah, yeah, I'm from, um,
1: well, uh, uh, uh Michalisburg, just outside, well, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm African. Okay, uh, you, what, what can I do for you?
0: Oh, okay. It's just that I was, uh, I was kind of hoping for, a, a, a black, never, never mind. Um, uh, uh, do your kids go to school? Uh, yeah yeah my
1: youngest is is in uh, high school and my, my the older one has just graduated
0: right so there's there's no way i that i could sort of facilitate your children going to school by by single act of purchase how do you mean well it's just that um you know what it's a long story i'll just leave it
1: Fucking Chang Fu, man. Seriously. Uh, Sam gets in touch. Uh, hey, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's <laughs> thinking about white people again. Yeah. Dear S- Phil and
0: Pierre, Uh, Sam and Ding Dong. There we go. Mm-hmm.
1: Dear Phil and Pierre, a lovely lady at work recently back from maternity leave asked me the other day which podcasts I listened to. Oh, no. And oh, a, oh, I, she's course, had the
0: baby. Yes. She's had the baby now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's going to fart it out after listening to Bud Pod. And
1: of course, I immediately said Bud Pod. Nice. Imagine my horror when she followed up with, great, thanks for the recommendation. Clearly not the original question.
0: Ah, yes. Because
1: she just said, what do you listen to? (laughs) (laughs) Which I have to say to you, Sam, is a level of linguistic detail that I would not... I picked up on. I picked up on myself.
0: Because...
1: uh, So Sam works like a a computer or a robot. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what you
0: asked. Hey, uh, Phil, what are you watching right now? Hmm? Oh, porn! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll go check it out. That's not what I meant. Oh, no!
1: (laughs) Imagine my horror when she followed up with, Great, thanks for the recommendation. Clearly not the original question. And I realized she was going to dive into a bizarre world of shit, bestiality, and sperm-covered handshakes. (laughs) And she would also realise I voluntarily (laughs) inhabit that world also. (laughs) She would have a peek at your bum bum life. Considering her favourite podcast is Stuff You Should Know, Uh which broadly consists of two men reading out Wikipedia entries. (laughs) And ours should basically be called Stuff You Shouldn't Know. (laughs) Or just Bums TM. Wee wee bum bum poo poo time. Um, I fear this may be a bit of a shock. Any chance of a couple of PG episodes purely so listeners can have a cover story for colleagues or friends or family about what we really l- listen to on the train? Perhaps cookery travel
0: or book reviews?
1: I, I like Jackie this. Sam.
0: I like this idea. Uh, we should a release a, a
1: dummy episode.
0: dummy episode, yeah.
1: A dummy episode. But, but, but Sam, what if the dummy episode is so anodyne that someone who likes a podcast where two men read out Wikipedia, it goes, I'm going to try the rest of this. And suddenly it's just, so I was pooing on this jizz, right? And a big fart came. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was pooing on, on this chair. <laughs> and, then they, and then they die of a heart attack. It's true, it's true. But imagine the correspondence. <laughs> imagine the correspondence. For that Actually,
1: week. there'd be nothing better for the podcast than if someone died listening to a story about poo on jizz. Um, oh, but it'd be funny though if we'd had to force ourselves to do a. Just um Sam, just direct them to the, the podcast me and Phil did for Meet Me at the Museum. Ah yes. That's me and Phil going around a museum about l- the postal service in London. Yeah, so that couldn't be more. We had, up a, no we had a
0: great day out. Go check that out. It's a a really good podcast actually. By the Arts Fund.
1: By the goddamn Arts Fund, everyone. And
0: I don't think we mentioned farts, poo once. Not even once. Not a made it edit anyway. No. And we and, and it's a
1: good thing we did it before Bud Pod because we could have asked them. Like that email we got about the man who posted poo to his friend for a joke. Oh, yeah. We could have said to them, Has that ever happened? (laughs) Do you have any exhibits about poo and post? Poo post. Yeah. Post poo. Uh, Martha gets in touch. Martha! You don't get enough Marthas nowadays. It's a rare name, the Martha. It's a rare rare name. It implies to me a certain high level of skill in cooking, but also um, uh, a sort of a rigour. Strictness to Martha.
0: Yes,
1: um... Martha. Martha. Martha doesn't criticize you when you're late, but but she, you can,
0: you know, she's she judges you. Also, good in her in her own company. Yeah, Martha's Martha's not clingy. She doesn't need anyone really. No, she doesn't mind being around people, and she likes to see her friends from time to time. But uh, yeah. she's very uh, she's uh, she's very good at um, no spending FOMO. time with herself. No FOMO. No FOMO. Over. No FOMO. Anyway, the real Martha
1: says yes, dear Peas Pudding. Nice.
0: Yeah, what is a pea's pudding?
1: It's like a horrible, um, you, you know, like those those dishes that are from like the 1700s and earlier. Yeah, and they always just like add a thousand cloves <laughs> and some mush and a horse's brain and boil it till it's there. It's one of those. Yeah, I think it is made from grains and things or peas or it is like a sort of oatmeal style, yeah, porridge, porridgey thing.
0: And then it's like it's left to set. And it's always called something that sounds quite nice. Yes. Like, um, happy, happy jelly. Yeah, or, it, it turns out it's like boiled pig's head. Or like, um, um Duke's cake. Yeah. Something nice. That sounds, that, sounds, that sounds nice. And you get it and you're like, there's an eyeball in here! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And people say, it's from the Civil War. <laughs> Dear Peace
1: Pudding. My housemate seems to be a relative of the Slow poor interesting interesting unfortunately i live in the bedroom next to the bathroom so i have an unwanted yet exceptional knowledge of my housemate's bathroom habits okay not only does he spend at least 30 minutes on the toilet but this includes flushing the loo on average three times wow for what reason i dread to think that sounds like a big poet okay thank you martha Oh, for, before we get into that. P.S. Phil, when you were telling your Glastonbury story about the Japanese man flipping the V's at you, uh, I initially thought you said he was flipping his visa at you. <laughs> and I loved imagining this Japanese ma- uh, man bringing his visa papers all the way to Glastonbury. P.P.S. <laughs> uh, I don't like peas pudding, but I do like the podcast, and you too, especially Phil. Woo! So, 30 minutes on the bog. This chap. Oh, yeah. Who she lives with.
0: Three flushes on average. What's well, so, so he- Oh, oh, she means a relative because the, he's similar in his habits. I, th- I, I, thought, so. I thought maybe um, someone she's suspected to be the slow poo of visits from time to time. That's what I thought though. Oh, as a house guest. Yeah, like Father, a relative. Like Father Pumas. <laughs> or
1: Shatner Klaus. Uh, um, 30 minute, three flushes. Uh, on yeah. average, that means
0: she's heard him flushing higher than that on some occasions. But f- flushing a lot doesn't mean the poo's slow. It means it's... Hard to get down, right? I guess, but
1: she doesn't say... Martha, you need to get in touch and tell us if these flushes are evenly spaced over 30 minutes or panicked every time triple yeah. flushes at the end.
0: Yeah, because I've been there myself.
1: Pooh shouldn't float that much, though. That's, yeah. That's that's
0: something wrong with his diet. You're eating too, too, too many corks. And styrofoam pellets. Yeah. Stop feeding him packaging. And uh, life rings. And life rings. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and um, witches. And witches. Yeah. Yes. Guys, it's been a witch heavy episode. Yeah, and messages in bottles. And
1: messages in bottles. He's pooping out bottles of messages. Uh, any witches listening, get in touch and tell us how you practice your occultry. Yes. I'll be interested to see what kind of witch you are.
0: Or in a dream. Or you in do a it. dream.
1: And we'll recount it in the, uh,
0: the next episode. Yes, please.
1: 30 minutes. I know people who I know a forty I I know a guy who's a thirty thirty minute to forty five minute poo. Every time. Yeah. But um, then they don't have slow um ideology. They <laughs> just they just uh, our working theory is that this is a person who you you know that he, secularist. he's a secular sloper. He's a secular sloper. You know that feeling where you go, I might need to go to the loo in like an hour? Yeah. That's when they
0: go sit on the toilet. Wow. Okay. They, they don't it sounds like an anxiety. No, they
1: probably. they love it. They they are very like um this this person's quite lazy, and they like just sitting. And an doing excuse
0: nothing. not to. Yeah, I get that. So they go. off oh,
1: they they have that
0: little feeling, and they go. Oh, great! I can just sit and like look at my phone. Will for this hour. out of me while uh. I look
1: at my phone for a full half an hour?
0: I mean, I say that's terrible, but I don't do very much different. I just do the same thing on the sofa.
1: Yes, but just not with your pants down all yeah. the time.
0: Well... poo slowly
1: emerging from your bum. Don't speak for me, okay? <laughs> imagine if that's you why... Know you know
0: my life. Imagine if that's why you disapproved of the slow poo, is that he wasn't shitting the couch. <laughs> God, this had, this had been a poo-heavy episode, even for us, and surprisingly witch-heavy. Witches, poos, hippies. Yeah. Get rid of them. <laughs>
1: All of them. Who needs them? The latest column by Jeremy Clarkson, Piers Morgan, everyone, the same. Um... Thank you for your correspondence listeners. That was a good crop after yeah. we got up to date last week.
0: Yeah, very good. It feels uh, feels great to be at inbox zero Yeah. on the podcast. I mean, maybe it's not gr- a great indication of the popularity of the podcast that we can get to the end of the, all the year. Ideally, popular podcasts, they say, you know, uh, we don't read all of them out, but we do read them. Yes. Uh, whereas we say uh, we read all of them out. Yeah, even though we don't need to. <laughs> Yes, yeah, we yes. read all of them. We
1: read all of them out so far. Yeah. Well, we skipped a couple. We've, we've summarized a couple where it's just compliments.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: But, yeah. But, well, anyway, send in uh, all the different things we've told you to send in over the last hour or so.
0: And send in compliments. Pierre might be uh, too yeah. humble to read them out loud, but um, I'm not. Yeah, quite right. And also, buy tickets for my Edinburgh show. Buy tickets for Pierre's Edinburgh show. And if you want to come to mine, keep an eye out. I will. Uh, maybe there'll, there'll be some more, and I would love for PodBuds to get them. Yes, we. You. You guys are priority. Please. Uh, okay. But aside from that. Thank you very much for listening to the Duo DecaPod. Yes, here's to another ten
1: episodes. <laughs> and many more. This podcast will last a thousand years. <laughs> it will outlive us. Yeah, that'd be good.
0: Goodbye.
1: Bye, bud.